Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. This story today about employers face being charged to keep car parking spaces for their staff in Dublin city centre under new proposals from the National Transport Authority. And it's one of a number of measures that the NTA is likely to take to try and reduce the number of cars that enter the capital city centre. As, um, of course, the, like, the government, the country, they're trying to meet their climate targets that we've been constantly talking about in, in recent weeks and months. But I've been asking you today for your thoughts on this. What, what, I mean, if you're somebody who drives to work, how do you feel about the potential for a parking levy? 53106 is the text number. Kim is on the line in Dublin. Kim, you are a business owner in the city centre. What's your thoughts on this story today? Well, Andrea, I walked into town this morning, up Wexford Street, towards the junction with Kevin Street. There was uh, a red light. I counted the buses going in both directions that were stopped. There were 18 to 20 buses stopped. Now, if we're talking about emissions and congestion, there you are, right there. Most of those buses... Uh, had a maximum of 30% of capacity used. A lot of them were empty. They don't have to believe me. I know they track all the stuff. So NTA can go and have a look at their stuff and they will know that I'm quite right about this. The NTA and everybody else going on about emissions have recently gone away from emissions and suddenly it's congestion. But this morning on Wexford Street, NTA were the ones causing the congestion. The other thing about this is we have 12,000 public servant spaces in the city and they're used. So are we going to charge the public servants and is the taxpayer then going to cough up for that? The NTA are supposed to be non-commercial. I really think they need to sort their own house out before they start throwing bricks at the rest of us. In town, they are killing us. The lack of, of, of customers is absolutely killing us. And this idea that they can just decide unilaterally that we're getting rid of all the cars is beyond ridiculous. Well, absolutely I think it, I think it's part of the, the it's part of the greater um, the, the Dublin area, the sort of the transport plan for um, the greater Dublin, you know, the whole kind of catchment that was published recently. I think it, it, it sort of it forms part of that, but probably keeping in mind, too, the fact that the government is trying to reduce emissions. Um, and you know the number of cars too, or the distance that they're being driven by um, by by commuters uh, up to what is it two thousand and thirty? Isn't that the, the the deadline or the the time timeline that we constantly hear about? But you you feel that there is already there's the um, the whole culmination of all of this, Kim. You think has impacted footfall in the city centre? It ha- I don't think it. I know it. Owen has, Keegan okay. has admitted that it has impacted okay. footfall. He knows footfall is down. He I have it in writing from him. There is no question but footfall is down in the city centre. But the whole point is, is the NTA have a national plan, fine. What you have to do is put your plan into effect, effectively. And they haven't done that. Our public transport is a nightmare and it's also too expensive. There is also the small thing that we do have free choice. And some of us want to use our cars and we're paying heavily in order to do that. We should be allowed to use our cars. There is no reason not to. This continual thing about emissions... Well, as I said this morning, NTA with the biggest offender up there this morning, without any shadow of a doubt. And if cars are banned, do you think the emissions will go away or do you think people in cars will drive somewhere else to do whatever it is they want to do, like a shopping centre? Okay. And then the emissions will then just be transported to a different part of the city or the country. This all needs to be looked at in, in, in a logical fashion. And there is no logic of any type 
at work here. That is inevitable. Okay. Well, I suppose ultimately um, it'll be a decision or it'll be, you know, up to the central government and local authorities, I suppose, to, to decide on the, the proposals. Uh, Richard Guiney is on the line too, Kim. Richard, of course, is the CEO of Dublin Town. Uh, Richard, when you heard this story this morning, what was your initial reaction? Well, look, you, you, you've pointed out we're going to have to reduce the number of vehicles of all descriptions that are are travelling, not just in Dublin City, um, but across the country. Um, and I suppose the, the 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 thinking is, which is the, the least worst option in terms of uh, having people uh, being able to access the city centre? So in terms of customers, you know, do you want a customer car um, or do you want... Uh, somebody who's just driving to a space and leaving it there for the day and, and not engaging with the with the city with the city more generally. So I think on on balance uh, we need to encourage people to use public transport when they can. Um, and I you know we, we need to acknowledge as we, as I said we have to reduce our uh, emissions by fifty one percent by twenty thirty and if we don't we're going to be fined um, and fined quite heavily. So it's a matter of prioritising which are the vehicles that are required. And there will be vehicles required for uh, people who have mobility issues. Uh, there's a need for deliveries. There's a need for uh, waste uh, collection vehicles. Um, so there's a wide variety of uh, vehicles that we do require coming into the city. Mm. Um, and they will have to be done. So it's, it's a matter of low vehicles. The expression has been now used as low vehicles rather than no vehicles. Um, and if it come, came down to it in terms of how this is going to be implemented, whether it's a congestion charge, which I don't think is the most logical thing to do, or persuading people who uh, are driving their, their their cars into the city, um, but they're just basically occupying a space for, for eight hours and not engaging uh, with the rest of the city, then my preference would be to, uh, to have those vehicles that are short-term um, and coming in and out of the city more efficiently. Should employers face um, being charged to hold or to keep car parking spaces for staff? Damien, what's your view? I heard the word levy there in the news bulletin and um, it brought me back to about 1981 when there was a levy put on all of us over a a bankrupt company, Insurance Company of Ireland, a subsidiary of AIB, and we're still being levied. And I don't know how to follow those two very articulate speakers. They have put marvellous presentations and they're both under threat from retail, the difficulties that retail are having in Dublin and no doubt other cities. Mm. But back to the point, uh, I'm sitting at uh, uh, traffic lights up at uh, Patrick Street Christchurch last night twice, and the green light lasted less than 10 seconds. So the light, the phasing is crazy. And I heard uh, Dr. John Fitzgerald say that the cyclists used to use back, back streets. Uh, it was safer for them. And now everybody's bundled into these busy streets with lights that don't seem to change from red too often. So the, the city's in a crisis. The pen shop has closed. It's been uh, refurbished. And I just wonder how many businesses are going to close if this keeps up. People have to get into town. And very often they have to have cars. And I can't see why people should be crucified with more levies. So I'd like the National Roads Authority to 
get something done with the lights. Okay, well, the, give us a well, it might be a discussion for even another day of something that has been previously mentioned too uh, by some of our texters. Louise, I suppose one of the concerns I'm sure for people who work in the city centre or maybe for whatever the reason they typically drive in and they have to park their car or they do park their car, maybe they get it as some kind of a bonus or part of their deal with the employer. I don't know. But I, I'm sure a lot of employees you know, will be concerned about this, that this could be passed on, this this charge or levy, whatever you want to call it, could be passed on from the employer to staff. Yes, hi, Andrea. Um, yeah, great speaker said before. Um, from an employee point of view, um, I don't believe that, uh, you know, it's it, it, it punitive for compu- uh, commuters from rural areas uh, like myself um, to be forced to, to pay this levy. Um you know, uh, I think we, we look to Nottingham there, where they have a similar initiative. I mean, That's they're right. charging £415 starting each year per parking space. Um, how can we do this without this looking like yet another tax grab? That's my question here. Mm. And funny, um, when you mention Nottingham, when they introduced this, I think around half of the employers actually passed this cost on to their staff. Yes, they did. And, you know, um, they've given them no choice. But, you know, looking to commuters from rural areas, you know, who have no choice uh, or, or have little choice in, in the ways of public transport and, and looking to those uh, individuals with disabilities, you know, who can we make exempt? paying this levy. I mean, it's frontline workers, uh, those with individuals with disabilities. I mean, the NTA are great at putting proposals forward, but then they'll put the onus on uh, central governments and local authorities. So to what make we the really decision. Need to do, mm. Exactly. And, and moving forward, um, rather than uh, the N- NTA uh, talking about uh, parking restraints and zonal charging and additional tolling, I don't believe that's the answer here. We need to find a new balance. That's what I think. Um, uh, and if, if you look to other cities, you know, in Europe um, and across the world, like, for example, like Milan and Italy, I mean, they have probably one of the worst traffic congestion issues. And um, what, what they do is, um, you know, for every day that drivers leave their cars parked at home during working hours, they provide them with a euro voucher. Um, which is good for the use on public transportation. Yeah. Now, I'm saying that, um, you know, their city has buses and subways and trams and effective transport uh, uh, service. Mm. So we, we need to really look at our own uh, public transport service and see, is it being effective enough? Um, well, you know the answer to that. I do. I yeah, know. you know what I mean, and I and that's and I, I know that's and that's yeah. always the point that's made. Like you know, we need the we need a really effective public transport system around the country. We need the network, not just in in the capital city, in order in order to entice people to to leave the cars at home. Like uh, Louise makes a very good point there, Richard, about trying to get the balance and act right. When you look at the hierarchy of you know who who will take who will get you know, the kind of the, the bonus or the precedence, who will get the car parking spaces in the city centre if something like this were to be introduced? Because, you know, when I think of the amount of times we've had discussions on this show that I've talked to nurses working in some of the, the city hospitals and can never get parking and long shifts and the whole lot that goes with that. No, look, in terms of the uh, the broader picture, um, I think, you know, as, as, as has been said, um, we we do need to have a, a, a balanced uh, structure, and I, I I would criticise the NTA in terms of 
the rollout of their plans. I think their plans for Dublin to 2042 are brilliant, but we can't wait to 2042 to see them. Um, and some of the, the, the issues are like Dark Underground is now being pushed to beyond 2042. So, you know, in terms of what we what we have to do and the, the reality is we have to do it. We have to reduce the, 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 the transport emissions. Otherwise, we'd be paying fines. That has to be done. And, you know, no matter what solutions we come up with, people will be uh, discommoded. That is, unfortunately, that's just the, the space right. that we're in. Okay. But uh, I think, like, what happened in Nottingham, I mean, the reason why did it in Nottingham, they were building a tram system uh, and encouraging people to use public transport. And then the city authorities realised that they were actually, they had the biggest car park in the city. Um, so they kind of, you know, uh, they, they felt it was uh, clearly somewhat hypocritical and I think you know if there was uh, such a charge I think it has to be levied on uh, both public and private uh, sector workers okay. it has to be one where everybody has to be treated equally that's and the, uh, the other point I would make is that you know it would have to be you could, it's, there's no point in encouraging people then to move well beyond the city uh, you know and not have a charge outside the city this has to be something that would be uh, universal and that basically you're encouraging public transport use entirely not probably not, not just uh, in dublin city center looking, everywhere not just looking at dublin right dublin city. It, it would have, <laughs> otherwise otherwise you will have um otherwise you will have you know basically uh dispersed uh yeah development and that's not okay that's not okay um texting from a listener who makes the point that free parking is a benefit in kind if employers are giving free parking to workers they should be giving people who walk cycle or use public transport a payment also suggests this listener Jared is with us on the line Jared should should it be a case that those working in the public and private sector everybody should be subject to this Hello good afternoon to you um, I'm in my 70s now and before global warming or anything like that was ever talked about in order to buy my own home I used to cycle 40 miles a day to and from work 20, just over 20 each way. And I've done that to gain, to earn. I can't believe the attitude of society today where they feel it's their right. There's some people now that would park the car beside the desk if they could. I can remember in the 80s uh, a programme on television about the subsidy of uh, car parking for civil servants. And it went into the thousands. And if I can remind you, you just remark shortly there about nurses not being able to get parking. You, you had a, a debate Christmas before last of nurses from Tala Hospital. Mm. And their issue was it, it was too expensive to park in Tala Hospital. So they came to an agreement with Aldi or Little on the Belgard Road where they could leave the car there, park the car up and walk to Tala Hospital. And they were devastated with a 10-minute walk. She was talking about a group of nurses, 13, 11 to 13, and she was saying some of them were thinking of going to Australia because of the inconvenience. They right. feel it's a right. True evolution, we have, we have not evolved to sit on something or sit in something and just be taken to A. You have to make an effort. You have to exert yourself. Right. You have to earn. You have to do something for yourself. Okay. Did you ever... Um, inquire into the cost that the government are dealing with the subsidies of carbon. They subsidise carbon. They subsidise people coming okay. into town 
I've no doubt there will be people who'll have um, who'll have thoughts on your on your opinion on that. Are we maybe being? Um, yeah, would you say maybe Jared thinks we're not doing enough for ourselves? We should take more responsibility. I don't know whether you've a view on that today. Five three one zero six is the text number. Uh, this listener says, "Why are we charging for cars to park at train stations, and they're helping the cause?" Um, by perhaps using the park and ride facilities. Another listener who says two things that could lead to less traffic on the roads would be to make it easier to work from home. Also create uh, better school bus services as well. And Mairead has got in contact to say, are the government trying to put more people out of work by placing more levies on people who need to use their car to get to work in Dublin city centre? Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.